Welcome to the First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Anne Louise Gittleman is a New York Times bestselling author of over 37 books on diet, detox, the environment, and women's health. For more than four decades, Anne Louise has been regarded as a leading voice and visionary in nutrition and who has fearlessly stood on the front lines of holistic and integrative medicine. For more information, check out annlouise.com. That's A-N-N-L-O-U-I-S-E.com. And here's your host, Anne Louise Gittleman. Hi, everyone. Welcome again to First Lady of Nutrition broadcast. This is my podcast. I'm very proud to say that I was one of the first to talk about the dangers of no to low fat. And my guest today, Dr. Barry Sears, was the first male nutritionist in the country who was actually a scientist to talk about the dangers of no to low fat. He's the creator of The Zone with 6 million books in print. He's also a marvelous researcher and developer and patent holder. So without further ado, let's give a first lady of nutrition welcome to Dr. Barry Sears. Okay, my friends, here he is, the creator of The Zone, Barry Sears, Dr. Barry Sears to be exact. And Dr. Barry Sears is the man who taught us that eating was actually a drug delivery system because eating evokes a hormonal response, elegant, beautiful, and oh so brilliant. Dr. Sears, how are you? Are you alive and well? Yes, I am. Thank you very much for asking. <laughs> is there a life after The Zone? Uh the answer is, of, of course, because, you know, your goal is always to be in the zone. Now, when people say, what's the zone? Is it, is it some mystical place? No, it's a real physiological state in your body where you're controlling every aspect of your metabolism. Uh, when we talk about nutrition, uh, metabolism sounds like something general. Metabolism is kind of the Rodney danger field of biotechnology. It's so complex, nobody can get their hands around it. It gets no respect. But it's the metabolism that keeps us alive. It controls our hormones. It converts food into energy. It controls our immune system. It controls the levels of inflammation in every organ in our body. And yet, that metabolism, as powerful as it is, basically is under dietary control, that you can use if you only know the rules that haven't changed in 40 million years and are <laughs> likely to change tomorrow. So does this have anything to do with your zone-based 40-30-30 formula that you... It, it does, and probably nothing has been more abused. Of, if I was a better writer, people would actually have gotten beyond page 27 of the book. Uh, because what the zone is and what that formula is, is that you need a balance of macronutrients. You need a balance of protein, carbohydrate, and fat. Back in the 1990s, it was basically like the old Miller Lite commercials. You had Dean Ornish saying, uh, fat kills. You <laughs> Bob Atkins saying, carbohydrates kill. I said, guys, you know, say you need them both. What, what the key aspect is say that each of those components, protein, carbohydrate, and fat, are integral controlling factors in your metabolism mm. and throw one of them out and say, I'm going to basically do everything in my power to put my metabolism at a lower efficiency. But Americans are so extreme, Dr. Sears. You know, the keto craze has taken over. What are your thoughts about keto? 
Well, a, a keto diets, you know, rise and fall every 20 years like the tides. <laughs> uh, you know, Bob Atkins first brought out in the 1970s, and then it kind of died. And in the 1990s, uh, because people confused the zone with uh, the Atkins diet, it started to rise again. Then it died. Uh, and now basically it's coming back up again, again, just like the tides. So people are always looking for simple solutions. Uh, you know, life is not that simple, but science guides us because we're all genetically different. But we can basically use our blood to basically say, what will be the best diet for me? Now, in every tightly controlled clinical study where you treat the people like lab rats, you don't let them think, you feed them all the food. In every clinical study that's been published to date, the zone diet's been found to be superior to the uh, you know, the um, ketogenic diet. It's been found to be superior to the Mediterranean diet. Wow, that's a biggie. Well, it's that saying that's why you do science. Otherwise, people write blogs all day long and say, this is what you should eat. Say, no, what does the science tell us? And once you, once, once you are knowing what you're looking for, say, now can I take the foods I like to eat and begin to balance them to get a better hormonal response. So this is also an anti-aging or healthy aging diet. Exactly, because again, what causes us to age? Uh, well, the simple answer is excess inflammation. And what causes inflammation? Yeah, microbial invasions can cause it, injuries can cause it, but the biggest cause of inflammation in our body is a pro inflammatory diet. I say, well, what's that? Yes, I was going to say, most of my listeners know what it is, but tell us again. Well, well, they, they really, they really probably don't. Because again, a pro-inflammatory diet is composed of one of three things. One, of you can basically be having too little of certain nutrients. These would include omega-3 fatty acids and polyphenols. Polyphenols are the chemicals that give fruits and vegetables their color. Most Americans are deficient in both. A pro-inflammatory diet can also be one that has too many calories and too much glucose. You need some glucose, but not too much. And an anti-inflammatory diet can have a bad balance of protein to carbohydrate. Think of this like your car. You can't run your car on gas you can't run it all on air. The better you get the combination of air and gas, the better the mileage. The same is true every time you put food in your mouth. It's the balance of protein to carbohydrate that determines the hormonal mileage that you're going to get for the next five hours. And then the game starts again. So you are a proponent of fish oil from omega-3s, but I get concerned about mercury. How is your fish oil different? Well, uh, you should be, and you should be more concerned about even a more a ter a, a terrifying toxin, polychlorinated biphenols. Mm. And so this is the little ugly secret of fish and fish oils. Mm. Because we have put billions of pounds of PCBs into the environment, and the fish are just the end of the food chain of the aquatic environment. So the real challenge in omega-3 fatty acids is to remove the PCBs. This is where you separate the men from the boys. Because again, if you're taking of large amounts of omega-3 fatty acids, as most Americans should, 
you'd be also potentially taking in large amounts of PCBs, which are known neurotoxins, carcinogens, and endocrine disruptors. So the challenge, uh, and where we, we took on this about oh, 20 years ago, was to find new refining technologies that could remove the vast majority of the PCBs. And so once you had that, now you have a fish oil product that actually safer than fish because it has no mercury. That's easy to get rid of. And it has virtually no PCBs. Those are hard to get rid of. So, so when you take a lot of fish oil, you are a proponent of fish oil. Doesn't that thin the blood? Isn't that one of the natural blood thinners? It is a natural blood thinner, but that's why you basically say, how much should I take? Should I guess? Or should I, <laughs> okay, or, 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 or should I test? Or should the, you test? The answer is you should test. How and do you so, test? Where do we test? Well, the, the very simple aspect you're looking at, uh, we developed a, fing a finger stick test. Nobody likes to give blood. That's why you go and get your annual physical every five years. Why? I don't like to give blood. So we had developed a finger stick press that you just take a drop of blood, put it on a, a, a you know a filter paper that we can analyze, and you'll get a ratio of the two fatty acids. You need them both. One is called a rocketonic acid that causes inflammation. The other is EPA or the omega-3 fatty acid that decreases inflammation. You need them both working. So you try to keep them in an appropriate zone, not too high, but not too low. And so what you're looking at is precision nutrition, but really precision medicine. I love it. Where do we get this test, Dr. Barry? Uh, on our website at um, you know uh, zoneliving.com, we do have that test. And it's one we use all the time in our clinical studies because really it's the best indicator of do you have the appropriate balance of inflammation in your body or do you have too much? Most chronic disease states are uh, really inflammatory diseases. We have too much inflammation and not enough of what is called resolution. Mm. We need both. Polyphenols, how do we know if we have enough? Well, uh, poly the, the polyphenols affect this master switch in every of your 37 trillion cells called AMPK, but that stays in the cells. How do you measure that? You could do a, a tissue biopsy, but that hurts. But there is a surrogate marker. Uh, it's called glycosylated hemoglobin. Because I said one of the factors that inhibits AMPK is too high of levels of blood glucose. Mm. And glycosylated hemoglobin is the best indicator of your long-term ability to control blood sugar levels. That's why it's used as a marker for diabetes. So you really want to, you can use that marker, say, how many polyphenols should I be taking? Uh, and you like to keep it around 5.0%. Now, to do that, most people had to eat about 10 servings of fruits and vegetables per day. Wow. Is that going to happen? No. no. <laughs> so so that's why I say, okay, can I get uh, my polyphenols? You see these commercials. Um, uh, I see it on, it's a, a balance of nature. You can't eat all this fruits and vegetables. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, just take my little pill to say, hello. But the key thing about polyphenols, like I said earlier, they have to get in the blood. Drugs, they don't get in the blood, they don't work. And polyphenols, if they don't get in the blood, they don't work. That's why these delphinidines, this very special class, are so unique. They get in the blood. 
highest source. So when we talk about polyphenols, some people will think about coffee. It's a source of polyphenols, fruits and vegetables that you just talked about. But what is the highest source of polyphenols? Well, the highest source of polyphenols actually are spices, but they don't also they also don't get in the body very well. So you want to say, what is the highest source of polyphenols that get in the body? So here's one source of delphinidines. It's called red wine. <laughs> okay. Is it great news? I'm gonna drink my way. I'm gonna drink my way to immortality. Yeah. How much? How much red wine do I have to drink every day? Live to 120. <laughs> well, no. It turns out it's 48 glasses per day. Oh my goodness! As as a start, as a start. But the clinical data says if you really want to see the effects, you probably have to drink about 360 glasses of red wine per day. Wow. You can see some some problems there. But what if you could concentrate up these uh, delphinidines? That you can do. There are certain plants which are very, very rich in them. Uh, and once you can concentrate them up, and then basically you can get the equivalent of really several hundred glasses of red wine without any toxicity. Are these uh, berries particularly? Yes, these are found, you find them in certain berries. Blueberries contain some, dillberries contain more, but the richest source is the maki berry. This is, not, this is grown only in uh, the uh, the Chilean Patagonian region. I've never heard of it before. No, not many people have. But that being said, anytime you concentrate any natural product up, you have to ask yourself the question, am I concentrating other things up at the same time? That's why you have to do toxicology. And that's why that we've done a, a really a, hundreds of thousands of dollars of toxicology to indicate that even at incredibly high levels, uh, these delphinidines have no adverse side effects. You want to have that safety profile. If you're going to take supplements, say, are they safe? And uh, don't say, trust me, say, do you have the toxicology data to support the safety at the levels you're recommending? Absolutely. But you do that. Tell us again, it's through Zone Lab. And I'm looking at my Zone Lab testing score it's a cellular inflammation score mine was 6.5 what does that mean for the listener it means you're better than most americans but you got a long way to go see and i thought i was taking enough omega-3 so how exactly. many omega-3 should, should one be taking well now we know from your score see the average american their ratio is about 20. Wow, that's not good that's bad we want to be about 1.5 wow so whatever you're taking, I say, okay, at what level I'm taking gets me to 6.5, but I want to get lower. Do I kind of get too low? Yes, you can. So that blood test says, okay, what's the right amount for you, which might be different than for me. Excellent. So, and then what about your maki berry? And these well, are particularly good to reduce inflammation. Are these good for neurological issues, by the way, which you know is exactly. And here's the reason why here's the reason they are, because virtually all of our neurological conditions, from Alzheimer's to Parkinson's to multiple sclerosis, it doesn't matter. They're both inflammatory and they are basically seeing really the dying out of neurons. Now, why do neurons die out? Because they can't make enough energy. So the combination of omega-3 fatty acids and the combination of polyphenols, if they can get in the bloodstream, become a very powerful one-two punch to one, reduce inflammation, and two, 
increase the ability of the basically to uh, to increase the efficiency of energy production. So uh, I'll, I'll use an example. Perhaps maybe 15 years ago, you heard about the Sago mine disaster in West Virginia. Mm -hmm. This is where 13 miners were trapped mm -hmm. in a carbon monoxide atmosphere for 41 hours. Mm -hmm. No human being has ever survived that exposure. And when they broke into the mine, they rescued, well, they didn't rescue, <laughs> they found 12 of the 13 were dead. And the one who wasn't dead was as pretty close to being dead as you could be. When they brought him out, he had heart failure, kidney failure, liver failure. When they took an MRI of his brain, they couldn't find any white matter. Oh boy! So I got a phone call that night from his, uh, uh, you know, the uh, neurologist say, you know, say, what are we going to do? I said, first of all, who are you? He explained, <laughs> he explained he was the head of the, the trauma center of, in West Virginia. And the governor of West Virginia had just called him saying, this man must not die. Mm. So he said, I've read your book. And what are we going to do? I said, OK, here's what my recommend, uh, recommendation. We'll start at 16 grams of omega-3 fatty acids. Well, the, the phone line went dead for about 30 seconds. And he said, he's going to bleed to death. I said, he's not going to bleed to death for two reasons. One, we just finished a study with children of ADHD. And they were taking this and saw great improvements, and they didn't die. Two, we developed this finger stick test that we can titrate with precision so we will not see any type of bleeding. He says, this is the, my only chance. So we airmailed some of the liquid fish oil out that night, and they started uh, feeding him through his feeding tube. Uh, and 30 days later, he had come out of his coma and left the hospital. Wow. Uh, he is basically of uh, uh, his heart was normal, his kidney was normal, and um, more importantly, he gave a, a you know a speech you know worthy of any politician. Wow! Wow! Now, okay, maybe this was a one-off, but we've been doing this now for fifteen years, over and over and over again, because what you're doing, you're shutting down the neural inflammation that comes from brain damage, or any type of you know brain damage. Now, it could be. For some, it could be multiple sclerosis, could be others, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, or basically traumatic brain trauma. Hi, my friends. Before I go any further, let me take a moment to, to acknowledge my sponsor, Unikey Health at UnikeyHealth.com, which is your universal key to health since 1992. I have been a spokesperson for this company for over 30 years. They're the home of all my weight loss plans, the Fat Blasting Bio Builder, which has been featured in national magazines. They also carry the ultimate brain support and the magnesium multitasker. So whether it's weight loss, internal cleansing, or just targeted health support, go to unikeyhealth.com. Tell them Anne Louise sent you. Can you actually regenerate the dying neurons? No, once the neurons are gone, they're gone. But at least, at least in terms of a severe brain trauma, they're dying, but they're not dead yet. Those you can bring back. But I'll use a case of, um, of let's say, in terms of Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. By the time you basically get a diagnosis, uh, you probably lost 50% of your neurons. Wow. Now, they're not coming back. But the 50% you have say, okay, how can I get these to work better? Well, how do you, if you have a car, 
How do you get to work better? You take it to the mechanic and say, will you tune up my engine? That's exactly what you're looking to do. To tune the engine up, which is your metabolism, to basically give those re uh, remaining neurons a better chance at survival and basically say, okay, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing pretty good now. So uh, it's, a, it's a fascinating area of the future of medicine. Drugs are almost like tinker toys compared to the complexity of our metabolism. And yet, if you can basically break that code, understand how to control the hormonal responses that control our metabolism, how to control the epigenetic responses that turn our genes on and off. And the, real, the fascinating thing is it can all be controlled by the diet, if you're willing to treat diet with a matter of balance and respect. So... Most adults need more omega-3s, but they've got to get omega-3s that are, basically they're, that are they're actually not. purified in such a way to get rid of these dioxins. Well, the dioxins are different. The dioxins are bad, but not as bad as poly, uh, polychlorinated biphenols. Because in uh, 2001, we had a worldwide ban on PCBs, but they're persistent. Those 8 billion, 8 billion tons we've thrown into the uh, oceans, so do you see a lot of that, Barry? I've got to just interrupt you and jump in here. Do you see a lot of those PCBs in other fish oil products? Yes, you do. So you can't really do high-dose fish oil unless it's a zone product, if you want to. Exactly. That, that's why we spend so much time, because say, we knew you'd need high doses, but basically it's by it's cutting your nose off to spike your face. You'll poison yourself if you get the wrong brand. Exactly. And tell us more about Maki Berry. Well, the same thing about the mockingberry, saying that you have to basically say, as, you know, what is the concentration? And do you have the toxicology data to support, the, to give me the confidence that what I'm putting into my mouth is not an uncontrolled nuclear reactor? Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of uh, things you can put in your mouth which are natural, but they're not good for your body. So I say, show me the data. I say, oh, trust me, it's been around for hundreds of years. Say, no, read my lips. Show me the data. Uh, that's where then basically you separate the men from the boys in the, in the nutritional business. Say, well, it's uh, it's natural. Saying, so, you know, so is nicotine. Uh, that doesn't make it safe. So, so at this point, this your zone research has morphed into blood work, specialty products, special. Uh, not 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 necessarily. Because this sounds always oh, say, this is great. I just have to take a supplement here and a supplement there. I'm home free. The metabolism doesn't quite work that way. Mm. Now let's go back to the zone diet. Mm. The zone diet was developed to basically reduce insulin resistance. In fact, I have a patent for it. Uh, so, uh, and that's why I developed it as a drug. What's insulin resistance? It's kind of a catch-all term to say your metabolism is not working very well. Mm -hmm. So, so if you're putting even the right amount of these uh, maki polyphenols into your body by supplementation, you're putting the right amount of omega-3 fatty acids in your body by supplementation. If you're not controlling the metabolism, you have to control the amount of calories coming in to get the right balance because those two atoms together in different pathways can activate AMPK, this master switch that controls your metabolism. But if you're taking in too many calories, 
or taking in too much glucose or having the wrong balance of protein to carbohydrate, all of these can basically be like holes in a bucket. So what happens when you put water in a bucket full of holes? It leaks out. Mm. So unless you're controlling the diet, then the benefits of the supplementation will be highly eroded. So have you become a believer in coconut oil as a fatty acid to include in the diet? No. So give me a zone, give me a zone menu. Okay, I'll give you a, a typical zone menu, uh, you know, meals, which everything I could do that. Okay, first of all, uh, do you like oatmeal? I don't care for oatmeal, but but people people think it's healthy. Yeah, it but it's all carbohydrate, so I need some balance. So to balance off that bowl of oatmeal, I'll need to eat about an eight egg white omelet. I say, well, that's a lot of say, but that's the price you, you can eat less oatmeal. And <laughs> that's the price white. you pay for oatmeal. Yeah, but but you tell me how much. But that's why it's the meal starts with how much protein do you need. And for most people, it's about uh, about four ounces of low-fat protein. Mm -hmm. So okay. an eight egg white omelet would give you the equivalent of four ounces of chicken breast. Mm -hmm. So then I can add enough carbohydrate, but not too much. So uh, I can do breakfast. Uh, now what about for lunch? Well, now I could basically go back to that chicken breast, four ounces of chicken breast. But I need some carbohydrates. So, I, so I'm eating a, a, a chicken Caesar salad. That's not enough. You got the chicken breast, that's great. The salad's got a little carbohydrate. You need a, a couple of sides of vegetables. Yes. And now what for dinner? Okay, how about maybe six ounces of fish? There's your 30 grams of protein, but I need some carbohydrates. How much? How about about oh, uh, three cups of cooked vegetables? And then you add a little olive oil to it. Say, that's a lot of food. Say, <laughs> but but now the calorie content is about twelve to thirteen hundred calories, and you're not hungry. No, you satisfied on less calories. And and you're uh, not hungry because you're able to balance the hormones that control hunger. Hormones coming from the gut, and they respond to protein. That's why you need a certain amount of protein at each meal, and hormones in the blood the balance of insulin and glucagon to maintain stable blood sugar. And so if you can basically reduce your calories, but not reduce your nutrition, this is the only proven technology to extend lifespan. And why? Because it activates your metabolism. Tell me about the zone bars. I mean, you and I met years ago because of balance bar. Dare I bring it up? Oh, but no, by all means, because uh, okay, I and my my patent was issued in the year two thousand, as applied for in nineteen ninety two, uh, was applied for using the bar as a drug, as a drug delivery system, mm. and of you know the uh, actually once the patent was issued, I went to uh, a small company you may have heard of them, Bristol Myers, a small company, yes, and, and they they had the patent on metformin. And the patent was going to expire the next year. And they're making a lot of money, about a billion dollars a year, which is a lot of money 20 years ago. There's mm, still a lot of money today. And said, you know, your patent's going to expire. The price is going to drop to pennies a pill. You can put your metformin in this bar as a new drug delivery system and get another 20 years of patent life. 
He said, uh, you know, get, you know, go, go away, little boy. You know, basically, you're, you're, you know, we're the big boys. Well, so uh, the it went nowhere, and um, next year the patent expired, and it went to pennies, uh, you know, pennies a pill. Now, so why would that be the case? Because in the patent, what I showed there to the patent office, and you had to show them something nobody else has ever thought about this. I said, there's a balance of protein to carbohydrate. We're getting back to the ketogenic diet versus the Dean Ornishes. <laughs> if you take too much carbohydrate, you're getting too much glucose, mm -hmm. and that's going to basically decrease the production of the activity of AMPK. That's bad. Bad things happen. You gain weight. Uh, you get physically tired because you're not making as much ATP. You age faster. You go to the other side of the extreme, take all the carbohydrate out like Bob Atkins, then you basically have don't have too much glucose, but now you don't have enough glucose to basically keep the brain happy. And so what the body does, is starts making more of the hormone cortisol to break down muscle mass to make glucose for the brain. So it's counterproductive. Exactly. And between those two extremes lies the zone. I said here between this, this balance of protein, carbohydrate, says allows you to basically maintain better blood sugar control. So what disease state do you want to maintain better blood sugar control? Diabetes. And uh, so that's why I, I developed the bar as a drug delivery system for diabetic drugs. It makes the diabetic drugs work better. Is it still in existence, the zone bar? Oh, of course, because now I've, you know, I've, I've added more things to them, especially the delphinidines. Well, so tell, now, tell us, I, I love this idea of the zone bar. How does it differ from the balance bar of, of yesteryear? Well, I guess by saying, uh, how does a, um, of, you know, a, um, uh, well, not Mercedes, I'd say a Lamborghini vary from basically going down and being in a bumper car. At, at okay. The, uh, you know, you know, Good analogy. It's saying what one is basically constructed to basically be a precision engine. Uh, now, are you going to eat bars all day long? No, but if you eat part, part of a lifestyle to say, I'm eating these bars, I'm eating or food products that have them, or following the diet. It's kind of laid out of the day in the zone, which isn't that hard, uh, because I have to control the diet to make now the added omega 3 fatty acids. And even more, the added delphinidines work at peak efficiency. So what is in the bar? Tell us the source of protein. Well, the protein is basically a primarily a milk protein, highly purified that you've removed the lactose. So Most it's people, whey? Well, no, it's, it's basically whey and casein. Casein is different than whey because uh, casein is uh, digested slower and therefore has a better ability to control blood sugar levels. Now, but you don't want the lactose because most people are still somewhat lactose intolerant. Yes. Uh, so, and now you add some carbohydrates. Well, what do I add? I could add glucose. Uh, that's the reason you're trying, but you probably may get too much. Oh, I'll add fructose. Uh, well, fructose has some real problems with the liver. So there's a new, uh, a new carbohydrate was just approved a few years ago uh, by the FDA as an approved food additive called allios. I love that one. And it's, it's wonderful because it doesn't enter the bloodstream. 
uh, it has a it has a, a great effect on the gut, but most importantly, unbeknownst to anyone, it also activates AMPK. No kidding, nobody knows that. That's right, and so uh, that's why I say, yeah, if you want a Lamborghini, drive a Lamborghini. Do you sell these on your website? We do, but, but again, they're you know part of the same. But see, it's part of a system. I call it the zone nutritional system. There's a system. Uh, it's like a, a three-legged stool. It's very hard to sit on a one-legged stool. A two-legged stool isn't that much better. But a three-legged stool, if all three legs are equal, is incredibly stable. So the zone nutritional system is a three-legged stool. You need adequate levels of delphinidines, you need adequate levels of safe omega-3 fatty acids, and you have to follow the zone diet. And any, any one or two would be okay, but when you have all three working together, you get a very powerful synergism. So what are you doing now? What are you up to now? Well, I'm basically doing a lot of work, surprisingly, with type 2 diabetics. Why? Uh, because they have a problem that's easily solved. And so... What you're looking to do is basically educate the medical community. They say, say, here, here's a technology, but you have to do the clinical studies. It does not say, trust me, or here's Billy Bob, the chiropractor says, I feel great. Say, show me the data. Oh, but uh, say, I said, read my lips, show me the data. So you have to do the clinical studies and the clinical studies have been done over and over again with this three component system. Mm. You see these reductions of insulin resistance, dramatic reductions of, in a short period of time. Mm. How short? Well, the first clinical study was published in 1998, and they saw a reduction by 50% of insulin resistance in four days. Remarkable. And say, well, this is great. That's the good news. The bad news, once you go back to your old diet, it comes right back like a weed. Mm-hmm. And this is why the primary treatment, the primary uh, diet used by the Jocelyn Diabetes Center at Harvard Medical School has been for the last 15 years, the zone diet. Do you think people are more insulin resistant today than they were 50 years ago? Yes, they are. So they, reason they, why? Because, because our diet is more pro-inflammatory. That's what causes insulin resistance. Mm. And basically, you, the diet becomes more inflammatory. Basically, what we call insulin resistance, I said, is really a catch-all term for a disrupted metabolism. So if we want to learn more about you, where do I instruct everybody to go? Well, uh, again, uh, we talked about some of the products there at Zone Living, but uh, what they probably want to go to is my science site, drsears.com. Drsears.com. And what will we find there? Well, you'll find basically a lot of pointy head science. Because it's <laughs> That's fine. Because it's complex science. Or they could read my most recent book called The Resolution Zone that begins to talk about this uh, really a key aspect, a really a new vision of medicine, a new vision of medicine, not how to basically inhibit uh, compounds or not compounds, but enzymes, but basically how to reprogram your metabolism. In fact, of... The first drug ever known in the medical science uh, was a drug called uh, salicylic acid. It's first described by Hippocrates 2,500 years ago. Salicylic acid is the base component of aspirin. Mm. 
And what salicylic acid does when it gets into the body, it activates ABK. If you look at many of the traditional Chinese and Ayurvedic uh, formulations, they contain biologicals, botanicals, that until recently no one knew what they did, but now we know they activate AMPK. Excellent. So that's the future of medicine, isn't it? It is. It's saying, it's saying our future is not to basically treat disease, but to maintain wellness. And the way you maintain wellness is maintain an efficient metabolism. I love that. That's a wonderful note to end our discussion on. So it's a paradigm shift that you're after. And those usually take a long time. They, they take away too long. Thank you for being my guest today, Dr. Barry Sears. Will you come back? I'd be honored. Okay, my friends, you've heard it from the king, Dr. Barry Sears. You've heard it from the zone. And by the way, he's sold six million books. That's no easy feat, my friend. Six million books when people actually read books. So I want to thank you for being my guest. I want to thank my listeners for listening in yet once again to First Lady of Nutrition. Lots of love, health, peace, and shalom to all of my listeners. See you next time. See you next week. Shalom uvracha. And please don't forget to subscribe and like First Lady of Nutrition podcast. Thank you so very much.